attention, please. The Disneyland Limited, now arriving from a trip around Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom. Howdy, folks. Please keep your hands and arms inside the train and remain seated at all times. Now then, hang on to them hats and glasses, because this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the haunted mansion. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. How to avoid meltdowns on a Disney vacation. Hey everyone, welcome to MyFirstMagicalVacation.com's podcast. Candace Lynn right here. I am a travel agent with Pixie Mouse Travel. And I also run the website MyFirstMagicalVacation.com. Today we're going to be talking all about how to avoid those tragic meltdowns that can quite often occur really at any age. But uh, for today's podcast, we're talking about little ones. So we've got babies, uh, toddlers, preschoolers, and kindergartners. I'm going to go over my top three um, um, suggestions and tips for avoiding those meltdowns when you're on your Disney vacation. Again, you can find all of our blogs at MyFirstMagicalVacation.com where we like to make your child's first Disney vacation stress-free, excuse me, stress-free <laughs> and, uh, and awesome. Let's move on to some of the recent news that has um, people have been buzzing about on social media regarding Disney. And the big one today, the one that... Um, it's, it's been on my mind for the past couple of days is, uh, Shanghai Disneyland. They are doing kind of like a, a test run, basically, uh, letting a limited amount of people into the parks to kind of give it, um, a run through and, and, you know, see how everything's going, um, in the parks. And so there have been a lot of YouTube videos popping up and really amazing photography popping up. Um, that have been taken within the parks. So I have a few of those YouTube videos of the rides, particularly the Neutron ride, a uh, roller coaster out there, which actually kind of looks like, it reminds me of Space Mountain a little bit. Um, same kind of setup, and except the really cool thing about this ride, and I kind of geek out on Tron, so uh, the cool thing about this ride is that it looks as if you're riding uh, this roller coaster in a seated position on a motorcycle, specifically on, you know, the Tron motorcycles. So it, it looks like a lot of fun. And then the other video we have up on our Facebook page um, is of the new Pirates of the Caribbean out there in Shanghai Disneyland. And if you haven't seen the video for this thing, you've got to watch it. It is amazing. I mean... I, I'm classic Disney. I love the history of Disneyland and the history of Walt Disney, um, you know, putting his, his personal touches on Disneyland. And so uh, Pirates of the Caribbean at Disneyland will always have my heart. But this Pirates of the Caribbean at the Shanghai Disneyland looks ridiculous. We're talking 
the effects, the tech. I mean, it's they've got you riding on these boats that appear to literally submerge under the ocean. You're going through the different scenes of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Um, looks like most of it is based on uh, the, um, the movie with um, Davy Jones. And so you're underwater and you see Davy Jones in a couple of scenes and the animatronics are so lifelike in, this, in these videos that I've seen, uh, the YouTube videos. So, um, and, and what else you, you, they've got, I mean, the, they've got these screens set up. So you're actually, you, I'm sure it feels like you're in the movie and it looks through these YouTube videos that you are actually in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. You're actually underwater. I mean, you go through these, um, you know, drops and in and out of, of waves and it's, it's insane. So jump over, over to our Facebook page. Um, facebook.com forward slash first Disney vacations and you can check out a couple of those YouTube videos from the Shanghai Disneyland Resort all right let's jump right in into today's topic how to avoid meltdowns on a Disney vacation um, I'm gonna go through the blog that we have on the website because this is one of the most um, one of the most viewed and, and honestly the most popular topics in all of our Facebook groups and um, on our website. Um, when it comes to taking little ones to the park, avoiding meltdowns and the stress that can come along with taking perhaps you know a one year old, a two year old, um, that that just uncertainty a lot of times is what keeps Disney parents from you know, taking their child on their first Disney vacation at such a young age. And, and of course, if you know me, you know that I am all about taking little ones at any age. I think, you know, we took our boys for their first birthdays, both of them, and that was their first visit. And that was, um, will always, always be one of my most magical and emotional memories um, as a Disney fan. So let's dive into how to avoid meltdowns on a Disney vacation. Taking a baby on their first Disneyland or Walt Disney World vacation can be scary. With little ones, taking them anywhere can be daunting just because they're always unpredictable. But, isn't that the best part? If you've been to Disney before, and if you're anything like me, you probably run to every ride. Work on getting that blackout and go from sunrise to well beyond midnight. Uh, if you don't know what a blackout is, when I was in high school, we used to bust out the old Disneyland maps and try to ride every single ride on uh, on those maps. And California Adventure wasn't around way back then. And I'm aging myself, but <laughs> but we we would literally get out uh, Sharpie and do a blackout, right? Every single ride in one day um, on the map. So that's 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 how you that's how we used to do it, you know, before before the kids. When you have little ones, everything changes, including your Disney vacation experience. Don't be discouraged. Your experience with Disney vacations is about to take on a whole new meaning, thanks to your child. Preventing meltdowns. A Disney vacation can be overwhelming for little ones. Whether they're 10 months old or 2 years old, it can be exhausting. Heck, it can be exhausting at any age. The sights, the sounds, the rides, the people, the characters, parades, and so much more. It's intense. You know, it's funny, I saw a shirt on Facebook, um... 
just the other day and and the shirt said Disneyland is my cardio uh because because your Disney vacation if without the right planning and sometimes even with the right planning can be exhausting um there's just so much to do and so much to see so um if you're if you get on the website myfirstmagicalvacation.com we've got a lot of different uh tips and advice and blogs on how to slow down your vacation and how to plan it so that you're actually taking a vacation and you're not um you know, rushing through everything. The last thing that any parent wants is a meltdown in the middle of Main Street or waiting in line for Peter Pan. I remember on one Disneyland vacation, our youngest, who was uh, nearly two years old at the time, had a major, major, major meltdown after he got in trouble. We had to sit in the shade on a bench over by uh, First Aid at at Disneyland. If you know where First Aid is, it's over by the Baby Center um, behind those awesome corn dogs. Um, and we had to sit over there for about 30 minutes while all the guests stared at us while my two-year-old was having a meltdown. It's embarrassing, but it's also exhausting. There are a few things that you can do to avoid meltdowns at Disneyland or Walt Disney World and make the vacation even more magical for everyone involved. All right, grab a pencil because I'm at the number one, um, uh, the greatest tip that I can give you as a Disney parent who really wants you to take your little one to Disney for the first time and really wants you to not stress about meltdowns. So number one is to slow down. It's tough to slow down on a Disney vacation when there are a billion things that you want to do. However, if you can allow your child to dictate the vacation, everyone will be better for it. Consider taking more time to just sit and let your child take it all in. Let them walk down Main Street on their own time. Allow them to take in the wonder and magic of the cast member with all those balloons. Allow them to watch Mickey Mouse greet everyone in line. You can't race around with a little one. Yes, this might be different from any other Disney vacation you've had, but when you can take a breath and take it all in, you'll experience Disney in a whole new way through the eyes of your child. And nothing, I mean nothing, will beat that experience. Number one, the greatest tip that I can give you, taking your uh, baby, toddler, preschooler, or kindergartner to Disney, whether Disneyland or Walt Disney World, for the first time is to just slow down. The way that we do this now with our little ones and what we started when our first one went for his very first trip when he was a year old is we stay on property and we extend our vacation out Um, Now, these are Disneyland vacations. We extend them out to a good week to 10 days. And most people who, you know, go to Disneyland on vacation, they go over a long weekend and two to three days in the park is enough for them. But that's two to three days in the parks rushing around. And you have to consider that if you've got a little one and you actually want to, you know, stop and smell the roses and take it all in and really enjoy this first trip, you you really need to slow it down and don't expect to get on every single ride. Don't expect to get on, um, you know, don't expect to, uh, be running around and and doing blackouts and stuff like that. You, you need to just kind of slow it down a little bit and let them dictate what they want to do. If they want to hang out on main street and just run around, then, I mean, you got it. It's awesome. You you know, you might not realize, hey, that's not that's not how we do our Disney vacations, but if you can sit back and just let them enjoy the magic of Disney, it's a whole new experience for you. So number 1 is slow down. Number 2 is plan ahead. 
We like to add travel days to our Disneyland or Walt Disney World vacations. This means that we do not go to the parks on the day that we arrive, even if we arrive super early in the morning. With a 12-year-old, or excuse me, a 12-month-old, traveling can be exhausting. Just traveling itself can be exhausting. Even if they sleep the entire time during the flight or in the car, it's not a rejuvenating sleep, and they will be tired when they get to uh, your destination. So even if they've slept for 10 hours straight, exploring a new hotel room or a new resort, even sitting by the pool might just be the best option to allow your little one to get acclimated to the new environment. All this new stimulation is recipe for meltdowns. We like to take it easy on travel days. We get there, have lunch, relax by the pool, eat a nice dinner and go to bed early. Basically getting ready for the next day of Disney fun. If you can extend your trip to allow for travel days, it will make a huge difference in how engaged your little one will be. Additionally, extending your trip so that you're not rushing through every park and every ride will also help de decrease stress and make your Disney vacation more enjoyable. If you think you've added enough days to your vacation, add another just to be safe. With little ones, nothing will go as planned. And if you can allow time for naps, relaxation, and the pool, everyone will have more fun at the parks because they'll have more energy. So number two, plan ahead. And planning ahead um, means adding travel days uh, or extending your time or um, planning on getting back to the resort hotel for nap time or pool time. Travel days really are, it's not something that people talk about very often, but when it comes to taking your little one to the parks for the first time, adding travel days to your schedule, just days where you do nothing but travel and unpack and then relax. Those days, I personally think are crucial. Because if you get there and uh, you you rush to the parks and you're you know you're going from the the plane to the Magical Express right to the resort right to the rooms with little ones, even if they are sleeping through all of that transferring and and uh, through the transportation, they're not sleeping in their own bed. They're not sleeping comfortably, and they're not going to get the best like I said rejuvenating sleep. So when you do get to the parks and stuff. It, this really is a recipe for meltdowns. Um, if you can, like I said, slow down, take your time and add travel days, then you get to the parks and you literally just hang out at the resort. You relax, you unwind. I know for me personally, and maybe, um, you know, as a business owner and as someone who manages a couple different, uh, you know, businesses, I I personally need a whole a whole day, 24 hours to kind of unwind. So when we get to the parks, as badly as I want to go play, you know, and go on the rides and be a part of the magic, um, one of the reasons we stay at uh, on property um, at the Grand Californian is so that we can have, uh, so that I can have a day to unwind. We get there early, check in, you know, check in before, before three and really just hang out in the lobby or, and people watch. Or like I said, if we have the kids, we'll hang out at the pool and we'll just do nothing but relax and unwind and kind of get ready for, um, for playing in the parks the next day. So if you can add travel days, uh, that would absolutely be a benefit and, and it'll help you avoid meltdowns. All right, number three is eating healthy. Diet and nutrition are crucial for little ones and can actually help you to avoid meltdowns. It's easy to eat nothing but churros, hot dogs, and Dole Whips on your Disneyland or Walt Disney World vacation. 
I'm partial to the churros. But making sure your child gets their fruits and vegetables and water, lots of water, will ensure that their little bodies are ready for an adventure. Um, uh, we got a link here on, on this website blog for this podcast. It's actually from the Disney Food Blog. And it is titled Eating Healthy in Walt Disney World. So if you jump over to myfirstmagicalvacation.com, check out this podcast and the blog connected to it. And I've got a couple of links to Eating Healthy um, from the Disney Parks uh, blog and Disney Food blog. The key to avoiding meltdowns on your child's first Disney or Walt Disney World vacation is patience. It will be a whole new experience for everyone in the family, but take full advantage of it. This will be the most magical, emotional, and amazing Disney vacation you've ever taken. And you only get this first trip one time. Soak it in. Enjoy every last second of it. I cannot stress that enough. This first trip will be the most emotional, unexpected, magical trip that you will ever have um, because... If you're anything like me, you've been waiting to take your kids to Disney um, since probably the first moment that you, you know, you heard you were having kids or even before then. So these three tips, let's go over one more time real quick. So we've got um, number one is to slow down. Number two is to plan ahead Add those travel days. And number three is to eat healthy. Make sure the kids are getting their fruits and veggies and water. Um, if you can just kind of keep those three things in mind, write them down and add them to, you know, your memory for your next Disney vacation. You will, you, you will basically plan for success and you'll, and you'll be able to avoid those meltdowns. So, um, I know when you have them, we've had, (laughs) you know, even when you do what you can do, you're still going to have a couple of meltdowns. And I can tell you that on our very first, um, Disney vacation with our very first little one uh, when he turned a year old. We had quite a few meltdowns because we didn't we didn't know all of the little secrets yet, and we figured it out as we went along. But it was a short trip. It was only you know it was a long weekend, and and uh, so that was our mistake number one. We didn't plan in travel days, and um, the first day we were at Disney, he actually slept through most of it. Um, and that kind of started us off on not the best foot for the rest of the vacation, but um, even through, even through the meltdowns and even through us kind of learning by, uh, you know, trial and error, uh, it was still one of the most magical and emotional, um, vacations that we've, we've gone on. And then when we went with our second, um, our second little one for his first birthday, we learned a whole lot about what to do and what not to do. And, um, these three tips really played into, uh, how successful we were at, at avoiding those meltdowns. And on our second child's first Disney trip, it was a completely different experience, just as magical and just as awesome, but without as many meltdowns. So um, that'll do it for today's podcast of how to avoid meltdowns um, on your Disney vacation. Again, this is Candice Lynn Wright, Pixie Mouse Travel Agent. And you can visit this blog, this podcast, and get all kinds of helpful information to uh, making your child's first Disney vacation stress-free and amazing on myfirstmagicalvacation.com. Once again, thank you for joining us, and we'll catch you next time.